For over 500 straight weeks, the Sell More Book Show has brought you self-publishing news, tools, and tips, and we're just getting started. Now with rotating co-hosts from the greatest minds in self-publishing, we are truly ready to help you sell more books. I'm Brian Cohen, and on with the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sell More Book Show, episode 512. I'm Brian Cohen from Best Page Forward, joined by Jeffrey Mason from HearYourStoryBooks.com. You came back. I'm so happy you could fit it in. Yeah, the two-show contract. Here I am. <laughs> you you imagine that I live in a world where I'm put together enough to make contracts. That's <laughs> that's amazing. I appreciate yeah, you're that welcome. about you. Um, so something we didn't really get to talk about too much last week. Yeah. So one of the things that separates you from some of our previous guest co-hosts is you write low to medium content books. Um, a lot of them for moms, dads, kids, grandparents, uh, etc. How did you kind of come upon this idea of creating these? Um, it it all started. I was never uh, intentionally going to make books. Um, I was. I've always been a creative person, but I'm of that generation where my parents said, "No, no, you got to get a real job." You know, mm-hmm. build starving mm-hmm. artist things. So I had a bunch of real jobs throughout my life and I, they were good jobs and I enjoyed them. And then in 2018, 2019, I had an in-between time when my last position ended and I had enough set aside to kind of play with life. And I did things like I did commercials and I did some uh, extra work and um, did some road trips and then um, at Valentine's Day that year, I purchased uh, for the amazing Paula this book off Amazon. It was called The Couple's Bucket List. I said, this, will, this is cute. It'll be part of the gift basket. And I got it. And it was just a, a cool cover with just lines inside of it. Uh, <laughs> and I said, because I'm a bit of an egoist, I can do this better. Mm-hmm. And I heard about you know self-publishing. I'd read about publishing. So back in you know the Create Space days, 2018, early. Um, so I just kind of sat down when on with word and, um, found a book on how to make a cover and got in Canva and just made this book and made 54 bucks that year. I think half of it was me making sure you could actually buy a book off Amazon that you made. (laughs) And then the next year, 2019, my dad was in the middle of, um, real bad bout with Alzheimer's Mm. and, my dad was that that guy, that generation that he showed his love by how he provided, how he led the family, how he disciplined. He was, he just didn't share a lot of his life except in moments of discipline where he's like, don't you know how hard it was for me? And here's what happened to me in high school. Here's how mm-hmm. I would have been punished. But otherwise I didn't know much about his experience as a person outside of being my dad. And I just, you know, um, when I was up kind of sad, kind of regretting some stuff. And I just wrote down, all these questions I wished I knew about them, the amazing man. And people, other people saw the list and they said, wow, these are things I wish about my dad as well. So I said, you know, I'm going to throw it out in the world. So I put it out there on Amazon and people found it. People bought it. 
Um, do you have a book for mom? Do you have a book for grandparents? So I started making and uh, little by little people found them. They kept growing. I kept improving them because I was doing the editing, which isn't always best. Um, I was making <laughs> the covers, which isn't always the best. But little by little, they got more and more professional. And um, we've grown that into a brand where um, the idea of Hear Your Story is to provide ways for anyone to reminisce on, write about, share and preserve their life memories. Because I feverishly believe, I don't care who you are, how much you make, where you live, you have an incredible one-of-a-kind life story that needs to be shared and needs to be honored. And that's what we try to do. So uh, that's the entire focus of Hear Your Story. So, And it just all started, that. you know, um, you know, just my amazing dad and just flipping wanted to know more about him. So, yeah. 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 Anyway. I mean, I think that's so great. And think about this, like a lot of folks who are maybe low content authors, yeah. they don't have that story. They have that, Hey, I saw some YouTube video uh, that if you produce 20 journals a day, you'll, you'll make a, a, an income, passive income. Uh, I think authors who come into something with a heart like you did, yeah. uh, good things are going to happen because you you came into it for the right reasons and you have done better than 99.9% of low content authors in part because uh, you you had a, a, a really soulful reason for doing that. Yeah. Well, I... We as humans love to tell stories and love to tell tales, be it about ourselves or be it a campfire story or a horror story or a bedtime story. And I mean, you've heard me many times say, I just, what fiction authors do is like magic to me. It's just <laughs> magic that you can sit down and create characters and storylines that keep me up at till four o'clock in the morning. It's just, I, I, I'm wowed by it. I am so wowed yeah. by it. So, um, you know, I don't like that. So much of what everyone does is such is so cool and so and me interesting and so magical. And I love that we don't have the gatekeepers anymore to, you know, keep us from doing these things we love. So, yeah. But yeah. anyway, I could go on and on. I know it's it's a good go on, but awesome. Well, thanks yeah. for sharing your story. You can find out um, more at hearyourstorybooks.com. dot com. Uh, I've got one for my mom. I need to go message her and say, have you finished it yet? Cause it was yeah. a while ago. Um, but, uh, our question of the week, a couple weeks ago was what is one thing you could stop doing in 2024? And what is one thing you could hand off to someone else? And yeah. MA Nichols said, honestly, nothing. I've been doing this for, since 2016 transitioned to full-time in 2022 and simplified my task list. There are so many things we're told we need to do. But the reality is the best marketing you can do is write the next book. So that is what I focus on. Nice. Uh, Miranda McGuire said, if I had the money editing, uh, I would do editing. Uh, mm -hmm. I would hand off editing. I hear that, Miranda. And uh, Shelly Dawn agreed with you. And then Bethany said, I started this in 2023, but 2024 is already so different because of it. Uh, I consciously drew back and ended relationships that didn't afford me the time and spoons to write and didn't respect my time. It was scary, uh, but so worth it once I entangled myself. Yes. Um, I love that, Bethany. Yes. I think 
I noticed when I first started to kind of get into like thinking more positively and, and self-help and whatnot, I worked at Starbucks at the time and there were people I worked with and, and customers who I like shared my, my journey with, and they started to like pull away from me big time. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening? And I realized some people just don't want you to be better. Yeah. And that's sad, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, but, uh, Jeffrey, what's one thing you think you might give up, uh, stop doing in 2024? So, um, I shared with you a couple of questions that, um, on the long drive from Sacramento to Dallas that Paul and I took for the last trade show. Yes. Yes. Um, I had these series of questions that kind of for us to go over a year and the two questions we really focused on, what are things that add energy to our life and what are things that took away energy from our life? And, um, I have kind of a, the psychological term is called a hero complex where I think I can help everyone (laughs) and I should help everyone. And gosh, yes, I will continue to try to do that. But, you know, I need to make sure that I'm not constantly, you know, looking for, um, people who aren't actually drowning to, to save drowning. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there, done that, sir. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. that's a good one. That's a Not good only one an author to think answer, but it does apply to business as well. So, <laughs> oh, I think I think for any any nonfictiony kind of authors, it absolutely applies. Yeah. Um, love that, love that. Well, you can answer the question of the week over at sellmorebookshow.com or in the after party Facebook group. Uh, let's have at the top story of the week: hard but valuable lessons of 2023. Just because you've become a successful indie author doesn't mean it's always smooth sailing, reports romantic comedy author Kirsten Oliphant. Quote, you might assume, as I often do, that income should just go up as you grow, says the author. My email list almost doubled last year. I've got a bigger backlist. I have more followers. Doesn't that mean I should make more money? Not necessarily. End quote. In fact, Oliphant published more books in 2023, yet saw a 20% revenue decrease over 2022. Uh, Two big reasons, Amazon's category changes and the lower Kindle Unlimited payouts both hit her hard. Quote, in this business, there are simply things you can't control, whether it's Amazon or any other big company. When they make changes, it can impact you and you have no control. End quote. While those reasons were out of her control, some things were due to her desire to be all over the place. Jeffrey, we will be able to talk about this in a second. As she said in her create if writing Facebook group, quote, I veered off course writing my main money-making series, uh, end quote. Oliphant took a detour writing in a different series instead that pushed back the books that her most passionate fans were waiting for, causing a drop in interest in her series, quote, Y'all, I cannot emphasize enough the importance of sticking with momentum. Depending on your goals, if something is working, do more of that. Don't move in a new genre, into a new genre or series or start a new thing or chase a shiny object. Jeffrey, why did I, why did I mention you when it came to quoting, uh, being, being all over the place? Uh, why well, why did um, I mention you there? As we have talked in prior conversations, I <laughs> have had historically, currently, um, <laughs> my brain just jumps all over the place and I see things mm. and I go, heck, that sounds so cool. I'm going to do that too. 
and we do it. And I, I've been fortunate now for over a year to work with um, someone who just started out as an interior designer on my books. Um, but she has become just an integral part of everything we do. And she sat me down one day and just kind of said, I'm, you're making me crazy. Number one. And number two, I, I'm really worried that you're going to ruin this thing that you're really good at by not focusing on it and being everywhere. Mm. And so, um, you know, you got to get back to, you know, how much can you produce? And it's the, it's the old conversation. If you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something. And so yeah. we're trying to be more, strategic and calculated and organized and we're only going to make this many books this year and if jeff says "Woo, let's make this book okay what book comes off the list so and you don't make a book unless you know who you're making it for why they would ever buy it how you're going to market it and in my case i'm not going to make any books that i'm not willing to go do at least a 500 print run on through through, through a printer and then have 500 books in my storage shed Love my that. climate control storage shed. So that's kind of the rules now. Just to, you know, um, limits cre- are the foundation of creativity. When you have all this room in the world and all these resources, there's no creativity. But when you mm-hmm. limit yourself, uh, that's when the cool stuff happens. So I love that. That's the thing that I think so many authors don't get about writing to market yeah. is that limits as you said, limits are the foundation of creativity. You have certain restrictions. You have a certain template you kind of need to follow in order to sell more books. Uh, it doesn't mean you can't be creative. Yeah. Absolutely I mean, doesn't Coca-Cola mean. Coca-Cola selling pizza tomorrow. We kind of go, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you exactly. doing? I don't want Coca-Cola pizza. So. <laughs> so. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah. I will point out in the um, spending three wonderful years at, with uh, Claire Taylor as my co-host makes me p- want to point out. Yes. So Kirsten diverged from her most popular series, which caused her to drop 20% in royalties. But Claire would say that's okay if the royalties weren't the number one focus. It is okay right. to not do your most profitable thing if something that is less profitable would make you happier. Um, Jeffrey, you are, are going to be joining me in North Carolina for self-publishing live, which I'm so yep. excited about you and several other people who are in the Pathfinders group. Um, self-publishing live is not the most profitable thing I can do with my time. Uh, there's only a certain amount of seats for the in-person event. Um, you know, when you add in all the costs, like the videographer and all that stuff, you know, we won't turn a huge profit on it, but it's very important to me. And I'm excited that it's the anti-tactics conference, uh, that it is the, you know, the, the opposite of some conferences that are learn every single possible thing you can learn. And yeah. I'm super excited about that, selfpublishinglive.com. Uh, but it it's going to take some of my time away. It might decrease my overall business profitability. And I'm okay with that because I'm doing things in the order that I really do want to do. And that's the important thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hot potato wisdom question for you, sir. So what was a change, like Kirsten's situation mm-hmm. with the Amazon categories and whatnot, 
What was a change that was out of your control that affected you in 2023? I have an opposite answer here. So December of 2022 was my bingo bango best month ever. Like what the heck happened? Yeah. <laughs> and then last year was was still wonderful, but less. Yeah. Um, 2022, while it was, you know, royalty-wise was yay, I don't know how it happened, except I spent money on Amazon ads and then people bought my book. Whereas in 2023, there were all these little things that I was doing differently that I can build on. Um, um. You know, I was on Etsy. I can, Etsy was awesome because I knew who was buying my book. I know where they live. I know the kind of person they are. It was awesome. And I got to actually, yeah. you know, send things to people versus the Amazon magic happened of books being printed and shipped out. Um, so it's odd that my best month ever, there wasn't anything that I actually controlled except spending more dollars on ads. And I don't even know if that's the reason. Whereas yeah. all these things that happened in 2022 between going wholesale, Etsy, other places, printing my own books, there are things that I can, I feel like I have more control over. Kind of like with your conference, it's something you can build on. Yes. You know, you're doing things that are like a step one of a five step or 20 step plan, then yay. But the 2022 is just, I just spent money on ads and they worked. Yay. But yeah. this year was, it was lower, but there's all these things that we're really excited about, you know, for, for the future. So, and they're awesome. fun. So. Yeah. I love that. I think like, when you don't know what led to a success, you can't duplicate it. But when you do, you can build it over and over again. Yeah. And if you want to get anxious, you know, get anxious when you, when something worked really well and you have no idea why, and then you're <laughs> just hoping it'll happen again magically. Uh, yeah. That'll, that'll make you anxious. There's a lot of authors <laughs> who are in that situation. Um, Jeffrey, you've got a question for me. Sure, Brian. So what's, something in your control that you could have done differently in 2023? Well, what, uh, what I could have done differently in 2023 is I could have done less. I think that, uh, one of the things that I, you and I share in common is we have a lot of ideas, but what I've learned and, you know, Becca, who was here a few weeks ago, reminded me of this. Sometimes no, can be not yet or not right now. And I think in 2023, I coulda, shoulda, woulda um, uh, done something, done some things that I could have put off another year or two. And I'm glad that going into 2024, I've, I've already tried to adopt doing less and making things more streamlined because it's going to make a major difference in my mental health later. On. It's hard because all of our ideas are so great. Every single one of them. So. <laughs> They're all great. And like the Coca-Cola pizza. Yeah. No, yeah, it's all, all great ideas. They're so. all such great ideas. Um, we're going into the lightning round, Jeffrey, which means we need another lightning sound out of you. Okay. So get ready. Let's, let's, let's do let's it. Let's try again. Okay. Ooh, I liked it. It was like the yeah. two taps and then yeah. the big explosion. That was good. That was California, really good. we don't get much lightning, so it's... it's... Oh, you had to do the best you could. You Thank you. The best you could. Yeah, it's I like thought it like everything. Yeah, it sounded like lightning. So according to K.M. Wyland, there are some seasons of life in which trying to hack your schedule to be more uh, 
optimize simply won't work. How do you make sure that you schedule downtime even when you feel like there's a lot to do? You have to, I've basically adopted a rule in our house. I, I, at five o'clock, my Paula, the amazing Paula, she also works at home. And at five o'clock, we just shut it down. And that is the time we have, we do dinner. We have, we watch TV, we talk. I mean, that's, you just have to make it sacred. You have to make it sacred. If making books and selling books and marketing books is sacred, you have to make the other part sacred too. That's just, that's kind of my, the rule. It's a rule. It's a hard, fast rule. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that makes total sense that yeah. I like that. You, you got to put a fence around it. Yeah. You got to put a fence around it. I think you yeah. got a question here for me. Yeah. Uh, Whelan also mentions energetic limitations in her post, making sure that you stop working at point to n- nurture your creativity. Brian, what do you do to nurture your creativity? I love this question. So to nurture my creativity, I need inputs. I need to watch movies. I need to be around people. I need to talk to authors, but also just talk to non-authors. I need to not be in a bubble because once you're in a bubble, uh, and this is one of the reasons we kept the Sell More Book Show running for almost 10 years. Uh, to stay out of a bubble. Once you're in a bubble, you don't actually connect with humanity, with the things that you put out anymore. It's just an echo of what you used to know humanity was like. And, and so for me, it, it means going out in public. It means going to work out at the gym. It means trying to get to a coffee shop. It means traveling. Uh, Those are the things that help me nurture my creativity. Yeah. Love it. And maybe yeah. playing a few video games, but uh, not great, not great for uh, productivity, but, but good to focus on something else. Um, <laughs> so Jeffrey, according to a blog post from Sarah Chauncey on Jane Friedman's blog, but out of chair, the opposite of, but in chair time, but yeah. out of chair time is great for tapping into your subconscious ideas. Do you have any routine or practice to help yourself tap into your subconscious? So I have discovered several occasions when I've had those huh ideas. It's when I was out walking out somewhere, was did not have earbuds in my ear, listening to a podcast. It was just, you know, being out and about, unattached to the information world and just experiencing the world. That's when me my my the latest group of books that we're working on, which is, you know, capturing family traditions and recipes. It was kind of a walk on the beach and kind of this thing said, huh, I would have, I sure would love not just have my grandmother's recipes, but I would love to know how she learned all, how, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And it was just this, huh. And I love podcasts, but it becomes homework. And yes, um, you, if you take all that out of your head, the information, and just experience. There's so many cool things. You see things so interestingly well. So Yeah. Yeah. No, my, I love yeah. that answer. That's great. Um, you've got a question for me. How often do you get away from your desk and chair as part of your writing process? So I need to get away from my desk and chair. I need to take at least one walk per day. 
I yeah. need to go work out in the morning. This is that was a new thing for 2022, but it's been so so great. Uh, I feel more energy. I feel stronger now, uh, and that all connects to my writing process in a very indirect way. Uh, but directly, some of the most efficient times I've had uh, and creative times I've had were when I would walk and do dictation. I have not done oh, that man. in my new location, but I did in Chicago near uh, Lake Michigan. I would walk around and I would definitely get a little bit quieter when I started passing someone so they didn't think that I was uh, uh, funny in the head there. But yes. uh, getting away from my desk has always been a, a really beneficial part of my creativity, for sure. Yes. So to finish us off, sir, I have often called your books yeah. highbrow, low content. Um, yes. What Thank do you, you think you've learned in the last year about elevating your books and products to a new level? Well, it goes back to the idea of why people purchase my books it's typically as gifts and i've um really focused on if i was buying a gift for my mom my dad my loved one i would want it to be at this quality level so we've as i mentioned you know i i graduated to having real editors uh i graduated to having real designers i graduated from using microsoft word to design my books now and i'm in design mm -hmm. um now this year we're launching an elevated version, leather covers, uh, linen covers, uh, bookmarks, gilded edges um, to provide, you know, a truly um, long-term elegant product to kind of collect and store and preserve those family memories. So it's just constantly trying to, I want to be the best. I want, if someone actually chooses my book, thank you, but I want them to have the best possible thing that I can make. Not just something I turned out. So, love that, love that. Yeah. Great answer, Jeffrey. Uh, it's been so wonderful getting to hear these answers yeah. from you today. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We need a question of the week. Earlier, we talked about the things that are in your control and out of your control that might have impacted your royalties last year. We've talked about some other things here with energy, creativity. Jeffrey, what do you think we should ask our listeners today what are folks doing to set their priorities and then to enforce those priorities um, mm. in their daily writing marketing uh, book selling schedules daily yearly schedules all right i love this what are you doing to set your priorities? What are you doing to enforce your priorities in your daily, weekly, and yearly writing and marketing schedules? Love the question. Great one. You can yeah. answer the question of the week over at the sellmorebookshow.com website or in the Sell More Book Show After Party Facebook group. Jeffrey, it's been great having you here for these two weeks. Fun. Uh, yes. Same here. I've loved it. Do you have any words of wisdom, last parting words you want to leave our, our wonderful listeners with as they hear your great story? No, just, you know, um, keep, uh, like we said, you know, in this year with all the conversations about what the machines are doing, 
What do you do as an individual human being, author, book creator? What do you do best that a machine can never do? And really double down on that. That's connection with your readers, connecting with uh, the reasons why they're buying and reading and uh, your books, et cetera. Just really double down on all that human stuff. Make beautiful books, as Joanne Penn would say. So Love it. Yeah. Great answer, sir. Hearyourstorybooks.com. Thank you. Go pick up a book for your mom. Go pick up a book for your kid. Uh, I, I'm I'm loving how much these books have spread across the world, and I'm sure it's going to grow yeah. as time goes on. It's been an honor, really. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, thank you again for being here these last couple of weeks. I truly do appreciate no. it. It's been fun to see the sausage yeah. being made. So, yeah. Yeah, I know, right in the inside of it. Well, um, folks, we've got all sorts of stuff coming up. Uh, we've got more and more guests coming. I believe uh, Naomi Nakashima is next. Uh, awesome ghostwriter and book editor and just very, very funny lady. Um, I believe she's up next. So stick around for her coming at you for episode 513. Have a wonderful week of book selling, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon for episode 513. So long. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Sell More Book Show. Visit the website at www.sellmorebookshow.com for detailed show notes and subscription information or to send us news or comments for use on the show. Also, please take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Thank you very much for listening and happy book selling.